Terrence. Yep. Franks. I am here. Maho. Absent. <laughs> oh. Oh, she was there. <laughs> Jeff. Why, hello. Yes, we just run, in, run into the room and go, ah! In the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we wait on Mahogany to come back, I've got a, uh, a controversial opinion that I'd like to share that's probably, oh. might get us, it oh, might get us a oh, bit of hate. I heard her. I heard She's her. Here. She's here. She's here. <laughs> yeah, she made it back. Yay! Nobody cares about your. I'm, I'm going to die on this hill. Oh, for God's sake. A&W has won the root beer war. I mean, you're wrong. It's Barks, but fuck you. <laughs> A&W has zero sugar root beer, and it is delicious. And it is... They've, they've won. And for my money, A&W root beer all the way. If it Having ain't a draft beer, sarsaparilla, is not worth a shit. No. I'm just talking about their zero sugar. Is if I'm having a root beer, I don't want a fucking zero sugar root beer. <laughs> I, I made a mistake uh, when I went to um, vacation. Uh, vacation. I went on a three-day trip, and um, I got regular full sugar sodas. Combining that with booze was a horrible idea, mm. and I was miserable for about a week after. According to Doug, different from normal. No, physically miserable. Okay. Uh. Ill. Yes, ill. I, I was hung over for almost a week. But that might just be my age. So, so uh, sigil. What? Incidentally, apparently, uh, if you just want to get drunk, drink your mixers with diet soda instead of <laughs> regular soda. Or Gatorade. Yeah. Well, the idea is to not have sugar in it to compete with your digestive absorptive process. You can get zero sugar Gatorade and it's still mm -hmm. full of all the electrolytes you need to help carry that Everclear right into your bloodstream minutes yep. before you die. <laughs> and it'll keep you hydrated for the next day. Yeah, will. You won't make it to the it next will. day. <laughs> so speaking of the Lady of Pain. <laughs> Fine, we'll play the game. Quote unquote. God, that's where we are. It's been a, it's been like what a month and a half. I don't fucking know. Everybody, it's, every, it's been a everything, while. Everything sucks. <sighs> nice pep. Good talk. energy. Yeah. Good energy. Real yeah. Good pep talk there. <laughs> no, Thanks for tuning in, y'all. <laughs> so I've got other inspiring phrases like "I want to die" and uh, "make it a double." No, a triple. Mm. So walking down the street of sigil. Walking down the street of Sigil, walking, walking, a brisk walk into the city of doors. When you emerge onto the streets and see the streets rising away from you in almost every direction, um, you are met with the sudden realization that you are extremely outside here. You are strangers in a way that you've never been before in your life. And you have 55 minutes until your companion dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that whole ticking clock thing that's happening here. Yeah. With so where's a good brunch location? Hey, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Where's the closest bar? Oh, we just walked out of one. 
ability to return. Now refresh me because it's been a month and a half. We're here because uh, we wanted to try and get better money for the the, the iron flask with the genie inside. Ah, uh, yes. That's the only reason that Jeff's going to fucking die. Among money? no, 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 no. That's not the only reason. It, it, the the only reason is because you made a deal with a certain friend way <laughs> back in the early days. I didn't make a deal. I created. I crafted a friendship. And that friendship brought me back from death. So you know and what? This is, is a, all. This has all been about time. to kill you. <laughs> I mean, I, I was already dead before. So you know, if I die again, I was on borrowed time anyway. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and plaster on the 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 Jeb smile, and just take this with in, in the optimistic nature that is Jeb Ankle Shank. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> So we're looking for mechanical hearts. Um, all right. So uh, I guess since you're new to the area and you're looking for stuff, you're going to need someone to guide you. Make a diplomacy check if you're looking, like asking about. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be someone better equipped for that than me. Same. Would, I will I'm, do something. I'm assuming it's serious. I have a zero. I feel like Glizness is about to be cast. Negative someone is someone screwed. I'm also negative one. <laughs> hey, I rolled a 17. So my skill. Let's get over there. Um, so 30, <laughs> 17 plus 16, 33. All right. Azarius takes a deep breath, disappears into the crowd for about five minutes and emerges with a person. Um that he seems to be chatting pretty amiably with. <laughs> they, he introduces them as a local tout that's that's uh, here to guide you for a moderate fee. Very moderate. Uh, um, the, it, the, the, the person in this case looks to be about, um, say, uh, like a 13-year-old tiefling. They're carrying a lamp that seems to be part of the uniform for for city guides around their belt, and they be, and they begin assaulting you in this weird Sigalese uh, patois. I don't understand that, so I roll initiative and go on the offensive. Yeah. <laughs> I only understand the word assault. I try to use linguistics to translate. All right, it's a imagine rhyming cockney with um th- with a lot with a lot more just balls of the wall gibberish throw <laughs> a 24 on linguistics all right an irish boomhauer that's what i'm hearing <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is that is what that sounds like to me yes irish boomhauer a little bit of cockney all right once you uh like suss out what the kid is saying they're like i can take anywhere you like friend governor <laughs> prosthesis is Mechanical hearts, please. Mechanicals. <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> I know just the place. Um, and, the, and, and the people who can do the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> All in one shop. He, uh, he, he squints his eyes and says, Oh, wow. You are cherries. Cherry prawns. And his, and his, and his, his lingo kind of dials back to a, a more understandable thing. Whew. 
Oof, right. The hell uh, you just call me? Grimes. The clueless. You know, first time visitors. Definitely sits motive on everything he do, does. All right. He says, uh, I have a 29 on sense motive. Okay. No offense, Governor, but uh, I'm going to leave my, my fee up front. He asks for 10 gold for a day uh, for his services for the day. Jeb will hand it over. Okay. How long? How long is your day? Exactly <laughs> since there is no sun. Give me the exact amount of time. <laughs> he uh, says, a work day, eight hours. Or 12. And how, lo- and how long will it take like us? You. How long, how long will it take us to get to said location? Well, we're going to have to go a couple of districts over, but if we hurry, we can make it in 30 minutes. Let, let us hurry then. And uh, Jeb flaps his wings, you know, loosens up. Let's go. Well, it'd be a lot faster if you could all fly, but let's head out. I think we can, can't we? I was going to say, can we all fly? Uh, no, I know I can. Oh, I yeah. can now. Yeah. yeah. I forgot. We leveled. Oh, cool. Actually, I cast Overland Flight. And if I remember correctly, I can actually share that if I have to. This is not necessary. Yeah, because uh, we, we all can fly. We all have means. Well, this saves me a potion. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have the broom? Didn't mm. um, the lady offer you the broom? For your use? Is it the house she's flying? No. Oh. I mean, you can get on there with me if you want. I'm not handing it over. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, you all managed to get some flight in the air. The clock now reads 45 minutes. <laughs> Let us go. And I'll carry the young, young, youngster. Wonderful. Um, uh, the the skinny kid with a pair, a little pair of goat horns, uh, solid black eyes, and um, an unnervingly large grin, which you're guessing is probably just both practice and natural. <laughs> and, and oh, by the way, while uh, before I actually pick him up to carry him, I've said I should not be missing anything upon my person when I reach said location or after your said services. Wouldn't if dream I do, of it, you might Lord. be you might miss be missing something yourself. <laughs> Never think it, my lord. Wouldn't dream of it. You talk oh, like a thief, course. so I'm gonna go ahead and warn you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a reputation to maintain. Of and, um, course. Speaking of reputations, what is your name? Kilgore. Kilgore. All right. Good to know. Good to know. I was ah. here. I'm Jeb. Wonderful. Let us go. All right. Yeah, I'm assuming this is in flight. Yeah, you take to the air. The uh, the city is <clears throat> even more maze-like from the air than it is on the ground. On the ground, it looks slightly coherent because there are streets leading off in various directions, but everything is built on top of each other to such a degree that the streets almost disappear under the... Uh, multi-story walkways and um, 
the various decorative elements. You, you pass over a market that looks just like a blob of colorful cloths from all the uh, the the stall coverings. Um, just and the the milling bodies moving around just just erase most of the features. But the kid seems to know what he's talking about, and he's, he says, "You want to cut left this way? Uh, don't worry about the gravity; it'll it'll adjust for you." And uh, and as you fly, you can uh, to the left or right and ahead, you can see that you you stay roughly um, like what's the word I'm looking for? Fuck. The same level adjacent to the ground wherever the ground would be because like i said the city is built like a it's on the inside of like a, a tire <laughs> so there's like a a c shaped city all the way around <laughs> mm-hmm. so we maintain our, our same basic altitude yeah same you maintain your same basic altitude as as compared to the ground um and you fly over things and there's a lot of other flying creatures about you see angel you see some uh, angels some demons uh, uh other creatures like yourself jeb um some winged creatures you you see some hey. people on, some people on flying mounts it's not as like crowded as you would think but that people like to get around quickly if they have the means and they do eventually the kid tugs on your lapel uh zary says right there down there Proceed that way. Yeah, we we descend. All right. Am I you, feeling any um, ill effects right now? Or um, is it still fine until the hour comes? Uh, it's <laughs> you occasionally find yourself browning out along the way. Like you occasionally, those around Jeb will see him sort of dip, but it's only very slightly. Like. You you feel like you you know you, you kind of like black out, but it's like more like a long blink to you. Hmm. So I'm on the nod. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, it's like like driving sleepy. <laughs> mm. Incredibly dangerous. Don't do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I do it all the time because I work for a living. But um. <laughs> but anyway, he points down there and says, "Just uh, you know, don't do anything crazy, and it shouldn't be too much of a problem." You land, okay. in the street, you land in the streets below. I mean, they call themselves rogue, but they are really, really strict. You, you land in the streets below and you find um, a, a perfectly square building. No, no decorations, no windows, no nothing. Just a huge cement... Uh, like structure that is a, that is maybe a five story square <laughs> at the front of it there is a five foot by five foot square door and out front and out in front of it are a number of guards that have that look like geometric shapes given life and limbs Chance to know what they are by chance, I'm, and I'm assuming as a player, me, I'm assuming they're Modrons. Yeah, yeah. As a player, you're correct, but um, actually, if you, if you have ranks and knowledge planes, I'll just go ahead and tell you. Yes, yeah. you know that the the planes of law are, or what the one of the planes of law are maintained and um, inhabited by these strange creatures, sort of living, sort of construct 
called hmm. Modrons that have a very structured society. If you're if you're not familiar with them, and I'm not sure mahogany is. Nope. Uh, if, if you want to like look at, if you want like a like a glimpse into what they look like, what they kind of look like, go ahead and Google like Google image search Modron, and you'll like. They are weird looking. They are literally geometric shapes that are sort of biomechanical with limbs and arms with a, with a number of eyes. But they, you know, did you look them up? I don't know if that was a yawn or if she saw them and got terrified. That was a strange sound that came through my headphones. That was the sound of, oh no, a video is playing on my phone when I opened the phone. Oh no. <laughs> All right. I got you. I'll share a screen. Okay. Then. Clockwork creations. What they kind of remind you of. Combined mm -hmm. with. It's Mike Wazowski. Yeah. yeah. Well, the most basic of them, yeah, do look like Mike Wazowski. <laughs> like, just, they are a sphere with one eye, uh, <laughs> some limbs. Uh -huh. Some of them, they are generally considered a hive mind. Uh, mm. However, some of them occasionally like escape, get left behind, uh, malfunction, and go rogue. They are rogue modrons, but that doesn't necessarily make them rogues per se. It just means that they are not really part of the collective any longer. They are still modrons, however, to the core. Did we not see these before? Maybe another campaign. We have not met them in this campaign yet. Okay. Okay. Out front is a squarish creature, um, just sort of hovering in place. It's got a pair of stubby wings, and it's just sort of flying there, standing guard out front. And as you land, the, your tout, Kilgore, oh, comes up to it and says, Hello, Gap! The, uh, the creature's eyes, like, look down on it. And then he begins speaking to it in um, a language, that, I don't know, do, do you guys? Speak all kind of weird languages. Same. What you got? There is a language for lawful creatures. Probably not. <clears throat> is it um, common goblin or strix? No. All right, then. Under common, sackroth, ignan, giant, elven, dwarven, draconic, common, aklo, abyssal, infernal. Any of those? No. Well, then. First speech. I will save myself some time and cast tongues. All right. Your your tout is talking to the creature. Um, like, I, I'm kind of going with like, I'm sure there's a name for this language and I'm trying to find it. Like in, Binary. Well, it does sound a bit like hitchy and clicky like that. But um, you're guessing that's mostly just heavily accented. The The thing is, I can first add D&D, &D, like, there was an alignment language for the alignment. Right. And um, and I, I guess, I think Gygax conceived of it like, um, more like Catholic mass, you know, like, <laughs> or like Latin mass. Like, everybody, everybody of a certain alignment, like, can probably speak this language as, as a sort of a catch-all, because it's part of their religion, but. This creature, however, is speaking the um, the 
the ancient language of the lawful creatures. And uh, the creature listening to it, the Modron, hears their conversation summed up. Hey, oi, these guys need a mechanical heart. You still got that guy in there that d- does them Modron transplants? <laughs> the Modron answers, Indeed we do. There is an opening today if you need one. However, the price for such a thing like that has um, cr- increased exponentially. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, are you going to make me look bad in front of these people? No, no, no. It's just that perhaps sometimes we have trouble getting the proper equipment. However, they can m- take it up with our, our master inside. Wonderful, wonderful. Your tout comes over to you and says, yeah, yeah, they'll let you in. Excellent. Jeff pulls out his broken pocket watch, looks at it. <laughs> Your broken pocket watch says it's um, a quarter to three, as always. All right, quarter to three. I got plenty of time. Close it, <laughs> tuck it in my vest. <laughs> You've got 25 minutes. <laughs> Let us proceed forward. Yeah, I thought it was a quarter after three when we, when we started this journey, but yeah, you know, all right. All right. The um the Modron at the door says, "Welcome, visitors." He begins eyeing you all. Is anybody here of lawful alignment? Yeah. Ooh, I don't even know. I haven't oh, thought about my alignment so. in a while. No. 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 <laughs> all right. I was the, worried because uh, I almost went lawful evil, but um, neutral. The uh, the Modron looks you over, and uh, you see. On its kind of unreadable face, maybe a maybe a hint of skepticism, as it says. Excuse me, I will be. I must adjourn to the interior, and summon more guards. Do not worry; hey. there will be no attack on you. He disappears. Right back at you, buddy. Sense motive. He disappears into the building. Oh, go ahead. I will also sense motive. Roll a nineteen. So. I only rolled an 31. All right. Um, you're guessing the creature probably isn't lying, and it might not even know how to. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a precaution. The creature um, emerges once more with a strange triangular creature uh, with multiple, with three arms and three legs, and an eyeball and a mouth on each face of the of the of the uh, the pyramid that makes up its main body, and about two other spheroid ones, the 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 what do you want? tetrahedral one? I think is it tetrahedron for a polygon for a yeah the tetrahedral one steps forward and says, "You'll understand that we take precautions sometimes. While we understand the city here has no he thinks for a moment because I'm thinking for a moment." structured legal system and there is no prohibit prohibitation for people of um tainted moralities and and ethics to come into the city we do like to make sure everything stays nice and orderly within our facility well if you can provide the, the the what we need then we're absolutely good to go as i roll my 31 diplomacy all right. Wonderful. What sort of um, augmentation will you need? I need a heart. A uh, heart? Yeah, mine's about to explode in an old 
the 30 minutes, 25 minutes. 20. Um, 20, 20 minutes. Yeah. Tick, tick tock. The, the creature squats down. It's rather tall. And, and one of its faces adjusts to look at you. This face has a monocle over the eye. And um, it squints. It looks you up and down and says, my, my, you are quite in quite a bit of trouble. Yeah, I didn't know that before I came here. That when I when I did cross over to this plane, that um, you know parts of me weren't going to work anymore. You seem to be uh, ontologically tethered to the plane of your origin. Very rare, very strange, wonderful. Come inside. We have many questions. <laughs> I'll, I'll answer them to the best of my ability, but I don't know what the hell you just said. <laughs> but hey, I'll be your friend nonetheless. He needs a heart. I need a brain. Uh, Zarius <laughs> needs courage, and the lady just needs a way home. <laughs> For my little scorpion, too. Why are you ruining my adventure straight up out the gate? I swear to God. <laughs> uh, follow the yellow brick road. All right. So, um, the creature ushers uh, ushers Jevin. The 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 rest of you, um, the, the, the squarish creature says, are you uh, staying to support your friend or? Absolutely. One, uh, wonderful. If you would follow me this way. I mean, um, we may need to discuss pricing. I've got a good purse, but, uh, you know, I, I want to make sure that I'm not going to steal your services or, you know, put my friends out if I can't afford the entire amount. Mm. Yes. Well, actually, let me step in real quick. You right. found that his heart was very interesting. What if we traded his heart for the new heart? Could you give us a discount? <laughs> oh, yeah, you can keep that piece of shit. I don't need it anymore. Don't, don't, don't call it a piece of shit. We're trying. We're trying. Establish trading value. The, the, the. The triangle creature uh, says an interesting proposition. However, judging from the what you've described is it will not be in our possession for very long. It seems to be on um, uh, a disintegratory path. Could not be encased in something and saved as a um, curio. As as a curio, some yeah, curio actually a perfect example. I mean, some way to actually prevent material. it from exploding in <laughs> some kind you, of container. If you would avail me a small amount of time, I can check on that. Well, I mean, very we can do small that after. Time. <laughs> Wait here, he says. Um, and you're uh, the the four of you are ushered into a very clean, very like polished metal kind of room. There is um, a table, and you see they've gotten snacks, but <laughs> but like. These are creatures that probably don't eat. So a gentle you, piping of the table has things like raw potatoes and um, an animal in a cage. And what kind of animal? And a flint and steel and a small pile of wood. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, what kind of animal? It uh, looks like sort of a cross between a squirrel and a guinea pig. Oh, that is a just, squinny pig, if you will. Uh, that is adorable. I want that. Um, <laughs> They're testing you. 
I'm not going to take it. I mean, I rely on these people. I'm going to be under their knife. But I, I, I'm just saying, I want that. If we can find one of those, does it have membranes between its limbs to like glide along as I fly? It does not, but it does have six legs. Yeah, I still want one. <laughs> All right. Um, but, but essentially, like, it, it's just a fundamental misunderstanding of both hospitality and food. The, um, the the creature disappears around the corner and you see the two spheroid things carrying spears are just parked in front of the door they're huge single eyes watching everything you guys do all around the room as you like sort of wait awkwardly there are chairs question mark in that there are a number of um, polished metal perches around there are like little alcoves with nothing inside of them Deb will try to do his best to engage the guards in meaningless, pointless conversation that we don't need to role play, but That's just fine. put that in, you know. They are they are they are enwrapped by your conversation. You probably are the smartest man they've talked to today. They are not bright. Awesome. <laughs> and they seem pretty task oriented. Um short a short time later, let's call it six minutes the 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 triangular creature comes back and says well i have a count i have a proposal for you if you would be interested he seems to have sort of um a bell jar that seems that's giving off a strange arcane energy (laughs) we have a we have a single stasis unit left in the facility um and it would be definitely interesting to study this magical disappearing heart Definitely. And so we were we are willing to give you what you need for a moderate for a large price reduction if you would be willing to give it up. Yeah. I so, mean maybe I mean, it's hard Let's for think it's hard it. for us to get rid of lose something like this, but with the price being right, we might can work out a good deal. Very well. Um he thinks for a moment and says, I have been authorized to quote what all four, all three of his uh, arm limbs come up, and he goes, "Haggle," making air quotes. If that is what you mortals find acceptable, yeah, we okay. mortals love haggling. I, I take it I can use diplomacy for that. Yes. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what he gets. <laughs> Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. All right. Um, you talk to the tridrone. And uh, he seems to be like, he seems to let slip, and it's not really hard once you get the, the gist of, of what he's talking about, that they really want this this um, this heart. So you're able to leverage that into, he says, I'm willing to give, also add an upgrade to, to your companion in addition to the heart for a mere 20,000 gold pieces. <sighs> I get eight. I, to be to be specific, I have eight thousand seven hundred and thirty-eight. Can you do it without the upgrade? Two thousand. Give you two. <laughs> I'll throw in two gold because <laughs> that is exactly what I have left. No, I said that's the counter offer. Is two thousand? He says twenty thousand. We say two. Oh. All right. Well, then, uh, if, if, <laughs> if you're doing counter offers, go ahead and make another diplomacy check, Zary. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Oh, that's good. 
19 plus 16, 35. 35, okay. Zarius turns on uh, fast-talking goblin mode and just uh, baffles this this tridron with bullshit. Eventually, the tridron says, literally the lowest I can go without violating our our um, our charter is 10,000 gold pieces. For that, you'll get the heart and the up and the uh, and a suite of a choice of upgrade options. And my kids are gold hungry tonight. Oh no. <laughs> the upgrade options, you he, he unscrolls on, on a scroll and slops down in front of Jed. I mean, what if we do it without the upgrade? Just the heart. Just, Just a the- living surviving. <laughs> oh, well then. Um I was supposed to be let it go for two thousand. There you go. Ah, oh, very well. He uh, rolls up the scroll, and you see you see some tit- some tantalizing things in there, like retractable claws, um, w- f- full mechanical wing replacements. Uh, I mean, they're sweet, but if I can't afford them, I can't afford them. And uh, I'm not going to ask my companions to come off a of 1,300 gold just so I have some cool new shiny wings, or you know, 13,000 gold. Well, it'd be. I'm at 8,000 right now. And he wanted 20, right? Well, he was uh, down to 10. Oh, down to 10. He was down to 10. So all I would need is 1,300. Oh. But that's still... I'll give you another 1,300. Oh. Now you can just take out yeah. your share of the sale. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Um, what, what what are they besides the wings and the claws? The wings, the claws, there is a... Um, he tells you there is a, a spinal graph that will increase both your speed and agility. Ooh. Ooh. The, and, of course, there is the ever-popular... He points to a, a diagram, third eye, which you see is looks to, looks to be a large Modron eye grafted on the back of your head. <laughs> huh. I mean, I don't think that fits my aesthetics. I'll, I'll go with the spine. The spine sounds terrific. Wonderful. Well then, he, <laughs> what does your what does your stopwatch say, sir? Uh, <laughs> ignore that. Quarter after three. Uh, <laughs> Zarius, you know he's got about four minutes left. <laughs> four minutes to look, as we knock him out, hand him over. Ah, oh, very well. Uh, <laughs> Actually. He does not need anything, no aesthetic um, anesthesia. Wonderful. He can just do all this hardcore. <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> I really appreciate the medical jurgen, jurgen there. Uh, <laughs> just do it hardcore. Just do it hardcore. Do the hardcore <laughs> surgery. <laughs> the tridrone looms above you, Jeb. I know you're medium sized now, but he, the creature is incredibly tall. It One of its arms, like, floats down in front of your heart and uh, cinders itself over your chest. He says, are you prepared for surgery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not do this before I die. All right. You feel a biting pain, a horrible pain, a wrenching pain. And the next thing you know, as you're blacking out, you see the tr- the tridrone holding your still beating black heart in its hand, moving towards the bell jar as you fall over on the ground almost stone dead the rest of you said <laughs> the rest of you watch this uh this horror show pretty passively you've seen this kind of thing before in your various <laughs> wicked careers 
Um, but there's a lot of blood splashed around, and you see, once he puts the heart in the bell jar, and you see it sealed magically, a lot of uh, sigils and arcane symbols briefly appear on the bell jar. The the heart floats in the middle and keeps pumping. And you and you can see, even despite he, that his heart is ripped out, after the um after the heart went into the bell jar, Jeb is still drawing breath, though unconscious. The Tridron picks him up and the heart and says, well, this will take a few hours, fo- folks. <laughs> Have fun. Before all this went down, when Zarius was like, I'll give you the, the money, a single tear tracked down Jeb's eyes. And he looked oh. up to his friend. Friends for eternity, honesty. Jeb is just, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so actually, the only amount that um, I would need is twelve hundred sixty-two. Okay, I give you exact change. I figured. <laughs> I wanted, that's why I wanted to make it precise. Yeah one of, one of the one of the square uh, rogue modrons comes in there and and settles up with you as the surgery is going on. But that gives you guys. He tells you it's going to probably take about two two hours of the surgery and perhaps a little longer for recovery if uh, th- if everything goes well. And I look at our guide and go, hey, well, is there any place around here that we can kind of um, chill out, go explore, do uh, some other stuff, maybe? Uh, Kilgore is gnawing a raw potato. He's like, you don't like the nosh? All right, fine. Let's let's go check some other stuff out. So he takes you on a brief tour, uh, a walking tour of the city, showing off the districts as you go and buddy he, he's always mindful of the time he's like there's no way we're going to get to it all but i can get you some of the nearby stuff well since we have him uh do y'all want to go ahead and try to see about getting um the flask yeah i was just gonna say that where can we be where can we sell rare goods Ooh, like how rare are we talking pretty rare ish like like you don't know how much rare, or you got? No, we know how much rare. Ah, okay. It, it's it's rare. It's no, you're not gonna be able to pull fast ones on this kind of trip. No, we know pretty much what it's worth, and it's worth a good bit. Hence why we're here. Very well. Um, he thinks for a moment and says, "Well, if you don't mind uh, hitting the the stalls, there's always the night market." But he uh. It thinks for a moment, says, but if you're looking for like more boutique experience. Let's put it like this. Someplace where I don't have to slaughter half the population because someone tried to screw me over. Ah, right. Okay. <laughs> then you'll probably want one of our premier uh, premier item movers. But be be warned, if it's not something that's, you know, worth it, you you might be in a little trouble. And I might be in a little trouble, so please tell me it's worth it. Is she? Hmm? The chance that someone can provide a wish is not worth it? Oh. 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 Very well. Yeah. Mm, let me go do some contacts. I'm going to drop you back off at the clinic, and I'll pick you up in an hour. Beware. You know what I've said before. Nah, no, no, and no. You're going to get all your gold's worth out of me. And I will throw in a bonus, depending on how the day goes. 
Wonderful. He disappears into the street after dropping off, and um, it's after your tour. It's been a while. You find yourself in the waiting room. It looks like one of the circuit, the, the spheroid Modrons has mopped up most of the blood left behind by Jeb. And um, eventually, the Tridrone comes out. You see that he's covered in like um, sort of a leather butcher's apron. <laughs> he's got a lot of blood spatter on him still. It's Leatherface. He says, uh, good news. The operation was a perfect success. Good news, everyone. Well, excellent. I've got terrible news. <laughs> your companion <laughs> should be... Your companion should be ready to go quite soon. That is terrible news. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> can you hold, Can you keep him for a little bit longer? Hmm. <laughs> Well, we've got a waiting list. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just sort of squeezed you into the last minute. I don't really think we should. No, we, we appreciate also, what you've done. Is HMO Thank called? And they're not going to cover stuff. Oh, yeah. Trust me. His insurance policy is expired. <laughs> That's why we paid out of pocket. <laughs> he says, it was wonderful doing business with you. May your friend. Same. May your friend live in good health. Well, he better for that much money. <laughs> the, uh, the, Speaking the, of good health, what, uh, what's that spine get me? The spine gets you. The spine will get you an inherent plus two bonus to dexterity. Holy shit. And wow. a plus 10 bonus to movement speed. So apparently, Hero Lab doesn't go over 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll just yeah, have well. to. I'll have to recare, uh, reconfigure my hero to be. Um, um, pick your pick your score, right? No, Mm-mm. you can just add the uh, untyped adjustment in your. Um, right. Yeah. Just go to just go oh. to the, just go to the gear and uh, use one of the like manuals. Or you can uh, go to the adjust tab. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'll just give myself a plus two ability score boost. Is this an untyped bonus he's getting from that? Inherent. Inherent. Yeah, it, it basically like inherent means like for, for the purposes of game, like you know the book the books that give you like ability score permanence mm-hmm. boost? That is an inherent bonus. So if you already gotten an inherent bonus of plus two you couldn't use this again but you could it wouldn't matter you can only count them progressively you follow yeah um the higher one counts yeah the higher one the higher one always counts hmm. but i don't think jeb's oh. got an inherent bonus for dex no <laughs> no um that's this is incredible Jeb has uh, got godlike dexterity now. Well, then you should not be getting hit anymore. Yeah, stop getting hit. <laughs> I may have to save up some money and give it some better armor because my max dexterity is only four. Oh, this is what happens with my, <laughs> yes. with, yeah. You're probably better off not wearing armor at all. 
Not quite. Not quite. It still still adds a little bit. Sorry. But my my touch is almost the same as my AC now. Word. All okay. Right. But uh, Jeb emerges from the back, bleary. He's got like a little paper gown on. Uh, his mm-hmm. gear is in a bag next to him. Uh, you've got a number of stitches all over your chest and spine, and they don't hurt so much. And you can see that they're already starting to fade. Like it's <laughs> you were sewn up and then healed, and now the the stitches are already like rejecting themselves from your body. However, they did leave nice stitch scars, which I believe is the point. Uh, <laughs> the Modrons um, hand you like a coin and say, if you have any trouble with the equipment, please do not hesitate to get a hold of us. Yes, yeah. Uh, Is that our warranty? Hmm? Is that our warranty? Yes. He, he, he leans down over the coin and flips it over and says, 500 years guaranteed worth work. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you so much for this. You, you literally, quite literally, saved my life. Good? <laughs> it is to me. <laughs> okay, we go out. We'll head out. All right. As you step out into the, uh, into the streets, you can see your tout bustling towards you. Says, oh, thank goodness. Got back a little early. I got uh, someone on the line that's real interested. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I immediately sense motive. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he does, but. Okay, 14 plus 12, 26. The, he seems to be omitting a word from the, this sentence. <laughs> and, I, and, and I look at him and like give the continue motion. Someone. You're missing something here. Continue. Someone kind of dangerous. <laughs> well, Did you not hear the words that came from my mouth? I mean, dangerous kind of in dangerous what too? way? Dangerous in general, but specifically, she's um, very influential. She might ruin you if you if you offend her. Oh, are we talking about the lady? No, 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 no. Okay, God. Okay. He looks around like terrified. No. <laughs> Just checking. Next. You see what she does to street vendors when they get in her face. <laughs> Continue. She says, but if the item that you are saying you have is as valuable as you say and does what you say, she's interested. But like I said, very powerful, got a lot of resources, got a lot of money. So let me ask you this. From your knowledge of her, how often in the past has someone dealt with her and the deal came out clean? It's a square deal. I don't think she's going to mess with you. But honestly, <laughs> he leans and says that whether or not it's a square deal is, depends on, you know, you and the and, and the goods. All right. Uh, can you tell me what um, 
her morality leanings might be. I'm assuming not to be towards the heavenly lights. Oh, no, no, no. She's not She's not interested in that at all. And she's not even really interested in the whole, you know, law chaos thing. Okay. Um, what she wants, she, he leans forward, is money. Okay. And power. Okay. Uh, I look at my companions like, what do y'all think? Should we go? He's like, I can say the name, but if you say the name, that brings... No, let's don't say the name. Candyman. Candyman. (laughs) Very well. um, Kilgore begins leading you guys further and further away from the the sunnier, the more business-oriented, the more uh, light and life kind parts of the city. And you find yourself heading more into the darker areas, the kind of place where you might like you were on the edge of that sort of zone when you showed up. But now he's leading you way into the nice part of the bad. (laughs) (laughs) The mob boss's house. Yes. Oh, the um, park circle of (laughs) of Charleston area. (laughs) Yes. you, f- you find yourself on streets with high walls. They're all covered. And now that you can see, like, now, now that you've been in this part of the city for a while, you've noticed that there's a lot of, like, strange grayish-black um, vines everywhere on all the buildings. It, it seems to grow endemically around here. And they're full of thorns. And it looks like some people cultivate it as, like, both, like, a low-grade protection around their household. But it also looks like a lot of people just use it for like firewood, like because it just grows. So, knowledge of it having any kind of special properties. Uh, give me a planes check. Assist. I'll do my own. That's thirty. Yes, I actually I will assist the lady instead. So oh. forty-one, <laughs> forty-three. If I'm taking his assist, <laughs> also. Um. Then you recognize that Lady is a uh, razor vine. Basically, it's 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 an invasive weed from the lower plains. <laughs> it's like like evil kudzu. It's horrible. It's dry. It's sharp. It's a pain in the ass to deal with, but it burns. <laughs> evil kudzu is redundant. <laughs> the le- it's not just thorns. Even the leaves are serrated. The little heart-shaped leaves can cut you wide open, too. Is there a way to take a clipping of that and, like... <laughs> oh, sure. She you wants, can grab some of it. She wants to cultivate it. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. It would I be would... nice to have on the Flying Castle. Do uh, you have... Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, I have horticulture? No, I don't have that. No. <laughs> Then give me knowledge nature. Another knowledge planes would do it to try and figure out. Like, oh, I mean, I have nature planes. What you want? Nature, nature would be better. Okay, then. Uh, that is exactly the same. Thirty-nine. All right, you can come up to some of it and like you, you can grab a little bit of soil, uh, and and like maybe a bit of leather or cloth you have, and snip some off near some of the the root, and just like preserve it in the cloth like tie it up real tight and put it on your person and you know this stuff takes hardly anything to take hold it grows fast 
and it is just the worst to get rid of. <laughs> Save that for my private collection. All right. I can just see the lady now walking around with a potted plant of it and just seeing somebody <laughs> in a really nice house and just throws it through their window. Well, I was thinking seeds. I was just thinking her going around seeding the whole Oh, that's even like worse. That would be hilarious. That's the kind of thing that she would absolutely do. You'll probably have some seeds pretty quickly if you if you, if you cultivate it. You, you see a really nice like field of crops, and you just Johnny Appleseed some of that shit out there. <laughs> All right. While saying your mother, your mother, your mother, your mother's a hua, hua, hua. My Bellini. <laughs> Wonder we got horticulture out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Got a little plant graft. Let's go talk to this lady because Jeb needs some new armor. That was a really deep cut from Welcome to Collinwood, by the way. So uh, I don't even know what that is. No, Isn't that where, isn't that where uh, Dark Shadows takes place? No, it's a uh, it's a little indie film with a uh, uh, decently. Like B level actors, I guess, but there's one scene in it that keeps popping up where this guy keeps showing up. Somebody stole his Bellini, which was his like idea to rob this this place. And he calls everybody, your mother's a whore. He's like, he shows up like 10 times in the film screaming that at people. They stole my Bellini, your mother's a whore. You should watch Welcome to Call of Witness. It's delightful. <laughs> okay. It's like fumbling thieves uh trying to rob a bank. It's it's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Like I said, eventually you guys find yourself once uh, on the edge of the um, the lower ward and the hive. Here you find a smattering of well-built and well-guarded buildings. Like it's like a strange, it's like a strange like little break from the squalor of the hive and the smoky uh, awfulness of the lower ward. The high walls covered in razor vine, and you can see that there's a lot of like sharp-eyed soldiers and other creatures patrolling the streets. Like the gates of these buildings are not opened for just anyone. But your tout seems to be strolling boldly down the street, um, regardless of all the like the, the tough, sinister looking bodyguards going on. It comes to what appears to be to you from your vantage point, the largest building in the area. The huge slate stone walls loom above you about 15 feet. And at the tall, at the narrow iron gates, he says, "Uh, we have an appointment. (laughs) Uh, A strange creature that looks like it's sort of, has a sort of insectoid kind of head. It's wearing robes and it's got a sword. Leans forward and says, your name? Kilgore. I, we, we talked earlier. I was not here earlier. God, these guys all look the same. No. We, we're here, though. We're here. My 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 people are here. They got the, you know, thing to sell. He pulls out a scrap of paper and begins investigating it. Says, hmm, I see. Yes, yes. This way. The gate's open. And your tout walks in ushering you forward. Here you see in the gloom and, and horror of this area, a pretty well-maintained garden on the inside of the wall. There's a lot of like 
um, glowing lights that are, are basically that look to be nourishing uh, a lot of green plants, uh, flowers, some 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 less awful kind of creeping ivy. There's uh, you see little hummingbirds and butterflies. You see a, a couple of sprite gardeners with with they look like they have shackles around their feet as they as they go and maintain and cut through cut through the, uh, cut the, uh, the the dead vines off and put them in little bags and the building on the inside looks way different than it does on the outside it's it's white it's got marble columns it's got a sort of gold facings it's it's not garish but it is certainly ostentatious how much of this is an illusion i try to dis, um disbelieve uh go ahead with the will save right yeah, I rolled a seventeen, so a thirty. All right, um, you interact with it. You, some of, there's rose bushes by the walkway, and as you touch one, um, you you're you're just about to touch one of the roses, and you see that there it is indeed an illusion. The rose is black. There are thorns that just drip like some sort of venom underneath it. Like this place, once you peer through the strange, I guess, public facing facade looks to be some sort of uh, lower planner horror show garden. Oh, it's lovely. I won't mention something to my companions. So today, do not, I would not touch the uh, greenery here because it's not necessarily green. And also, it's just rude to touch somebody else's plants. <laughs> A pair of well-appointed guards uh, open the door, uh, polished bronze doors and say, the, her lady will see you now. Your tout walks see. in. The um, the building is well appointed. Uh, much less, much. The stuff in here seems pretty real, pretty authentic. Lots of uh, expensive paintings, wall hangings, but they're not of um, you know, these aren't nature scenes. Right. They look to be locations around the plains and things like that, or portraits. And finally, you pass uh, a room which has an enormous hearth and a huge portrait of it, of a of a woman sitting uh, in beautiful robes, dripping with jewelry, and she has a coyote's head. Knowledge, any kind of knowledge that we might have that would tell us who this person is without actually speaking her name? Sure. Go ahead and uh, roll it if you have knowledge planes. All right. Only hmm. fifteen. Oh, only twenty-four so this time. Um, for for primes for primes here for the first time, I'm gonna say that's not enough. Primes. All right. But you are as, as, escorted into um, an audience chamber, where you see the same woman sitting in a large chair but not like at a throne at a desk she 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 picks her head up and says ah mr kilgore your friends are these your the people interested in making the sale he he nods respectfully uh, and steps back ushering you guys forward and just FYI, i will be following all the known business protocols that I know of with dealing with people that are rich. 
and right. powerful. The um the female stands before you. you can make a knowledge planes check to see what she is though, if you like. Uh, 29, she is, um, most people are pretty well aware of the two kinds of fiends that most people know of, like devils and demons, but there is a third kind of fiend, fiends that do not care about law or chaos. They're, they're only basically mercenaries in the great blood war for the most part. Yugoloths. She is an Arcanoloth. Uh, she, um, which are basically, in most instances, serve as like arcane backup and um, like chasers of knowledge and things like that. It looks like this one in particular has take, taken her natural proclivities to the logical extreme and come to the place where all information eventually flows sigil. She says, um, your, your tout looks over you and says, Shemeshka <clears throat> uh, the Marauder, these are my customers here. They claim, they claim to have something that, you, that would interest you. Shemeshka <laughs> uh, looks at you and says, please introduce yourself and tell me what you've brought. And I, I will introduce myself and I will look at the others and let them introduce themselves. Wincing, Jeb gives a low bow and just says, uh, my name is Jeb. He's been un very uncharacteristically quiet, more so. And, you know, it's probably because he just got done with spine surgery. Okay, did you put <laughs> your, your heart up? was removed? Yeah, my heart was removed. And there's probably... Um, a bit of a disconnect between him and this this friend that he's been had that he's had keeping him alive for so long so he's he's a bit out of sorts Aww. the <laughs> she's a, she she nods as you all introduce yourself or if you do does everybody like pipe up or yeah yeah i all mean right. mm -hmm. <laughs> okay just <laughs> She she looks you over and says, "You have a lot of powerful objects upon you. What which one are you selling?" The one called oh. Jeb. <laughs> well, and we mentioned some. We all mentioned a flask. Ah, well, there there is a rarity, and certainly, certainly, something that people would be interested in, including the freights in the in the city of Brass. Hmm. Do you mind if I? Hold it. As long as we agree you would not do anything with it above the board. Excellent. <laughs> All above board here. Wonderful. And then uh, uh, we'll hand it over for her to observe. She she pick, she takes it from you and like looks it over back and forth. She uh she she looks at like some of the um, the markings on it. She she smells it. And by the way, Terrence, I am I know evil. We are evil. I do not trust her. But then again, I will be very respectful of her and I will be perceiving every little move that she does. Okay. <laughs> she plunks it down on the desk and says, you certainly have a rare find here. That's that's definitely true and old. 
These are generally manufactured as punishment or sometimes, sometimes, as a way to travel beyond your allotted time or escape from something. The creature in here is definitely someone important. And, you know, that is a mark in your favor, but forgotten. So that is definitely a mark out of your favor. However, the object itself, naturally, is itself quite valuable. Hmm. I can't. Um, let's see. It's a genie in the bottle. You have okay, to rub it the right way. I knew that was coming. <laughs> you must stroke it. No, don't stroke it. <laughs> Get the wrong part of the genie coming out first. <laughs> Just as... I know you're. I know you're probably here to try and make full price on it, but I'm not sure I can provide that. All right. Well, see you later. Well, <laughs> hold on. Not necessarily full price, but maybe the money combined with the items that we might be interested in. Hmm. A little bit of trade. Yes, I suppose I can do that. I can. Yes, I can offer you full price in trade or partial money to. Money to uh, items. Money and items, excuse me. You wouldn't um, happen I, to have a plus two Griffin main quilted <laughs> cloth set of armor, would you? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll trade you this ring that turns into a set of armor. I'll have to consult my ledgers. Um, she, 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 she thinks for a moment and says, uh, 90,000 plus 55,000 in trade. Well, let's do some bartering here, madam. No, oh, no, no, no. That's the offer. You came to me, remember? And if you want my offer, that is what you will get. We do and not barter. What is what's the equivalent? That, that, that is the equivalent of full price, but... Okay. Okay. Oh, well, then I will actually... I'll look at the companions and do y'all agree? That works for me. Slight nod from the lady. Wonderful. She um, says, let me do a little note taking here. Very well. And uh, I will. She she rings a little bell on her desk. And a few like um, small flying creatures begin to fly out with a bigger ledger. And a few other ones fly off, fly in and fly off with the ledger she has. And she begins making notes in that, too. And she's like, oh, lady outside. Zarya's side. All right. Very Jeb well. Ankle shank. Ankle shank. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of that tribe, and I've heard of many. It's, a, it's an old goblin name. Mm. I know. <laughs> I'm aware. You're, um, she leans forward and says, your origin is nakedly apparent. If you, uh, if you wanted to have drinks sometime, I could give you the whole story. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I give him a glaring look. Oh, I'm quite busy, but uh, thank you for the offer, young man. Um, she's gonna make some time for this goblin dick. <laughs> I, I expect that you are busy, but you know, you never can put a price tag on friendship. 
Oh, oh, in, incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she, she, she picks up a different bell and rings it, and you see another fellow come out um, with a huge trunk on his back, just chained to him, like chained and bolted to his like clavicles. That's just smart, right there. He squats down, and she and she begins rooting through the trunk and begins counting out um, some platinum bars, clunk, 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 and pushes them forward uh, and and waves one of you waves you guys forward, or assuming one of you is going to come forward. Well, I'll do it. Who's got the bag? I don't know. I thought it was you. The bag of holding. Okay, go forward. <laughs> and I actually, I will, uh, my lady, I know you're, this is something you really were interested in. Um, if we were to come across some, say, adamantite and uh, the other metal that we came across in the tower. Uh, well, I'm a pretty flush on that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, just, just wondering. Okay. Continue. She, uh, <laughs> she, she leans back in her chair and begins and be, begins writing like a note out. And she pulls out a stamper and like plops it on the note and slides it over to you. Here you are. Any shop in the city. Fifty five thousand gold. Anything you like. My Thank my mark much. my mark is good anywhere in the city. I'm sure it is. <laughs> we appreciate you for your time, and we shall be leaving now. If you don't, if you find anything else of interest, do not hesitate to return. Make sure that if we do bring something to you, it uh, matches your exquisite taste and needs. Hmm. She uh, turns her specific attention to the lady outside and says, "You've got something I'm interested in. If you're willing to sell." It is unlikely, however. What is it that you are interested in? There's a powerful aura coming from the inside of your bag, and it seems to <laughs> link directly to you on a on a mm, thaumaturgical level. Out of character, are you talking about my are you talking about my cloud cloudy? Yes, yes I am. <laughs> Then I reply, unfortunately, I have already named this object. <laughs> therefore, <laughs> therefore, I am very unwilling to part with it. Just she nods and says, well, we'll see about that in the future. But remember, if you find anything as tantalizing or more, I'm always interested. Now, if you excuse me, I have a lot of clients to see today. Noted and excused. Buy your leaves. <laughs> Chub goes, here's a coupon book. It has shoulder rubs, foot massages, <laughs> breakfast in bed cards. kisses. Bathroom cleaning. This is a good one. You want to hold on to that one? <laughs> That's from our really good friends. We just met. <laughs> well, the butterfly kisses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. You guys are escort- escorted in a hurry uh, outside of the uh, the compound. Shortly thereafter, your tout is also escorted out. And you can see that um, he seems pretty satisfied with himself. It says, you're guessing that he might have gotten a small bonus from them as well. 
and I'll wink at him. I say, uh, you're a little percentage cut, huh? Excellent. Well, you know, I mean, it's hard to make it on 10 gold a day here. <laughs> you got to get it where you can, my friend. I get well, it. that's I'm... why. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm, I'm happy that this all worked out for everybody involved. Well, young man, uh, may I say we are in need of a good place to stay. And I actually, I will take a hundred gold out and tip it to him. And we will be in need of your services after we um, take a break. Oh yeah. Wonderful. I'll see you on the morrow, but we won't be staying here in this dog shit part of town. Follow me. Now, <laughs> Thank you very as, much. As we're walking. Now that you've done us this service, I feel that uh, we should ask you what your name is. Now that you've proven yourself. Kilgore. Kilgore. Stephen no, no, no. Kilgore. Your family, your family name. Kilgore. Oh, that's it, huh? Just, just that. All right. Mm-hmm. First name Kill, last name Gore. Kilgore. <laughs> Why are you I, so concerned with names? I just completely forgot that you told us your name. <laughs> so I was trying to play it <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> if we see an armor shop, um, I would like to pop in there and see if they will, um, if there's a different price for this plus one chain shirt that also is a ring. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll discuss that in a bit. I was figuring that the young man would um, take us around to the best shops. Yeah, yeah. You go take get- to the market ward and the guild hall district. There's a lot of places you can get, you can spend your, your, ca- your, coupons essentially um, and it certainly gets you um, looks whenever you present it to someone but everyone knows the knows the symbol here in the city and everyone does not ask questions so like I said you guys have 90,000 in actual cash and 55,000 in the, the credit well, I would suggest we go ahead and split our haul. Mm-hmm. Agreed. At thirty-six two fifty for each person. Thirty-six two fifty. Mm-hmm. Let's see, thirty-six two fifty minus the twelve sixty-two. So I get twenty-three sixty-three, and. Zarius, you have another 12, uh, 1262. I got, yeah, I got my factored in. Um, I asked him, now, wait, let me ask the guys real quick. Is there anybody looking to build any kind of weapons um, that you want to use, that special hell metal, hell metal we found, or adamantite before we start selling some of this? Yeah. Actually, hang on one second. How much did it come out to be? Thirty-six two fifty. It's one hundred and forty-five thousand oh. each. It was one hundred forty-five thousand total, right? Ninety plus fifty-five. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred one hundred forty-five. Yeah. yeah. So thirty-six thousand two hundred and fifty. Okay, I was I was confused because I forgot a zero. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I thought your second number sounded way low. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Thirty-four nine eight eight. Yeah. That makes more sense. Mm. All right, now that that's out of the way, 
Yeah, just remember that we have a lot of adamantite and a lot of that. You said, I can't remember what the hell metal was. Uh, Victorian oh, green steel. Green steel. What is that? So, what is that? What I think is... it gives it like a plus one to, to hit. Because which one does the, um, the, if you make it masterwork? Let's see. Victorian green steel. Hold on, let me get the actual, there you go. Um, any slashing or piercing weapon created with the steel as a natural enhancement bonus of plus one to damage. Uh, okay. ba basically, like, if you make a masterwork version, masterwork it'll weapon be plus with it, one. it'll be, yeah, it'll, no, it'll do plus one damage as well as plus one to attack. Yeah, I'm just saying this, it'll act like a plus one weapon, but non-magical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it in non-magical areas, it will always have plus one damage and attack. But, um, let's see. You guys are set up in a nice place to stay overnight. And the your tout guides you to the best shops. If you're here to have something commissioned, it can be done. It, it, <laughs> So if you want something specially constructed, this is the place for it. The Guildhall District can make anything. Yeah, plus two Griffin Main quilted cloth armor. All right. And it, it looks like a pinstripe suit. Okay. <laughs> I finally got my three-piece suit. Yeah, yeah, you can get it. It is it is available to you here. As long as you're willing to wait for the, uh, the, the order to finish. I mean, we're not in a hurry, right? We can Not kind of take anymore. our time in this city. Now yeah. that my, my heart is no longer going to disappear from my chest and leave me dead on the ground. Correct. All right. So, yeah, what um, what, what is the price of this griffin nipple sh sh claw stripe thing? <laughs> it is uh, $45.50. $45.50, so that is, um, what is that, it's 20 days? So you guys are going to be... You guys might as well may as well rent an apartment, <laughs> or at least an extended stay hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> extended stay. All right, so let's let's wrap up there with you guys having an extended stay in Sigil to get geared up and sell. So if you need to sell any extra stuff, if you need to move extra stuff, if you need to re-equip. This is the place to do it. This is the time to do it. This is the time to kit yourself out, El Primo. <laughs> I yeah. want to get myself back where I was before you took all my shit away. Cry, cry, cry. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't let that go in six months. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I still smell like a monkey house. Why? Uh... Uh, I was outside moving furniture and like a, like a, a whole weightlifting apparatus and mm. a and a fucking huge ass smoker <laughs> so glad we got that by the way you know yeah, I'm, I'm amazed that you got back in time to do this because you were like oh yeah we just loaded it it's 11 I'm like um, yeah I was I was counting on us not gaming no no I, I was I was trying I was trying to get back I, I just changed out of my house coat you got a smoker <laughs> though like what uh, kind of smoker uh, it's a propane one um, oh. propane. So it can like 
uh, the size of it, like Sarah says, it could like smoke like fucking six or eight butts at a time. Gross. Big. Big. Well, be careful. <laughs> Propane is a mysterious mistress. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, better that than one of those pellet things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited to try it out. I think we're gonna try it. Leon said she wanted to try wings with it tomorrow, so okay. Oh, I didn't realize you guys had won the lottery. Wings, yeah, no. huh? Wings. <laughs> what are you gonna like fill up your gas tank too? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> live, we're living big. Uh, I don't know. Like, if there's even any wings available, shit. Like, it's fucking. Yeah, you might as well pay off your student loan debts if you're gonna buy wings. <laughs> I don't know. They're 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 creeping up the prices to all the other chicken cuts to to match. So. Yep. Yeah. I saw a pack of like uh, legs for eight dollars the other day. I'm like, come on. <laughs> How much per pound though? That's where you gotta look. Yeah, they, they don't want to show that. Because the per pound well they have to. The uh per pound, oh, no, but the, 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 the wings and uh something the breasts were like the same. They were like almost five dollars a pound, but the legs were still Legs like were still buck, cheap. Yeah, like, like a buck, buck eighty nine. Yeah, buck eighty nine or something like that. Yeah. Two and a half pounds of boneless, skinless chicken breast at Winn Dixie here in Jacksonville is uh twenty-five dollars. What? Some of my bitch. Wait, That's what how much? Two and a half pounds. Five dollars. For how many pounds? Two point five. Jesus. It's like ten dollars a gallon uh, uh, a pound. It's a dollar an ounce. Yeah, dollar well, an ounce. You might as well raise your own chickens at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, apparently you go to fucking what's that place, Tractor Supply, and they're they're just giving chicks away. Mm-hmm. Oh well, fuck it. Maybe I will. If Leon didn't have so many goddamn dogs around here, I probably would have like some sort of chickens or goats or something. Get you a good coop. That won't. It won't help. <laughs> I was gonna say then we'll just have yeah, to listen to a roll, bitch roll. about how. <laughs> the dogs got the coop. Mm-hmm. We got a rooster that comes to our yard every morning. Oh, that's <laughs> delightful. Oh, yeah. So that's what you need, Terrence, is a rooster that can fight a dog. That's uh, they're <laughs> out there. I've yeah. seen them. <laughs> Let it just stroll the neighborhood and challenge anybody truck to try and eat its delicious thigh meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, or a peacock. Get you a peacock. Yeah. They're fucking oh. vicious and oily. Yeah, but who'd want to eat a peacock? No, not for eating, to protect your birds. That's why eventually, I want the birds to eat them. <laughs> but you can eventually eat the peacock. That's how you retire it from, from service. From service. <laughs> Get it some spurs to hook on its back legs, its only legs. It's that old Jim Gaffigan where he's talking about, I want a pet pig. That way, when it dies, be like sad, but go, you know, we got breakfast covered at least. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. Can I have some more bacon? <laughs> mm. Well, thank you for watching Raiders of the War. Oh yeah, I'm nobody sorry. watched this. I, I cut, I cut um, <laughs> off Margaret when she was about to ask a question. No, I was just saying tiefling. It's a German word, so it's tiefling. I always call it tiefling. Mm-hmm. Tiefling. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. That's what you call a tiefling who's like always cheating on her man. She's a, a tiefling. 
The trifling, tifling. Just trifling, tifling, bitch. My first, my first thought was went to that's a tiefling, tie fighter pilot. Oh god. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they get the helmets on over it. Well, you just got to cust- custom jobs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to make those vacuum proof, though. Vacuum proof? I've seen TIE fighter pilots. Oh, wait, TIE fighter pilots. I was thinking of X-Wings for some reason. Okay, <laughs> bye. Oh, God. I guess it's, we're done. Thanks for oh, listening to Raiders of the Lark. If you like this, tune in to or uh, check out our homebrewdetritus.com. Uh, that's our website where you can find this and more of our other products that we create. <laughs> Cartoons, podcasts, uh, commercials. Despair. I don't know how far I can stretch this out before Toker stops recording. I was, I was, I was, uh, I was, um, um, I was. <laughs>